Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. What's in the crack, Pat? What's in the crack? (laughs) Do you need a tissue? No, it's not down there. I, yeah. (sighs) (laughs) Oh my my gosh, this is awesome. A heck of a start. Uh, well, it's fun. It's fun when uh, stuff like this happens. Well, you can't get Welcome. any colder than that. And that's not just blowing smoke. Hey, there you go. Welcome to the show. Yep. Uh, a few seconds ago, that was uh, Jeff Pitchell's Fat Cigars we're listening to. And Possibly. that means it's time for Not Just Blowing Smoke. And uh, we are coming at you live from Twin Smoke Shop Studio headquarters here in Londonderry, New Hampshire, right in the 724 Lounge. Yeah. I'm Pastor Padrone. I'm here with my co-host, Pat. Nick and Dave, and we have a very special guest with us tonight, uh, Dan Leonard, the founder and co-owner of 603 Brewery right in Londonderry, New Hampshire. Thank you so much for being with us, Dan. Thanks for having me again. And uh, you kind of, if you've, Dan's been on the show before, and whenever he's on the show, it means that we're doing beer pairings. And uh, specifically uh, tonight, that 603 beer pairings. We've done other pairings with you. Yep, we've done some cellar pairings. We've just done some random pairings. Yeah, so we've it's yep. been we've, fun we've doing gone, some beer pairings. We've gone all over the place, but this, you know, we're we're doing uh, 603 beer pairings tonight, and we are going to be doing those pairings while smoking this, the yeah. West Tampa Red Toro. It is a uh, San Andreas wrapped cigar with Nicaraguan binder filler. It's a six by fifty two Toro. It's the latest release from West Tampa Tobacco Company. Uh, a similar blend to the Attic series that came out uh, earlier in the year. Um, not quite the same blend, but very uh, similar. And um, we're going to be smoke. We're going to be drinking what three different beers with this? Yep. Three, three different beers, two does, two does primary that, style. Does yeah. that count the pre-beer beer? Uh, that does not count the pre-beer beer. So we could actually be doing four. Technically, 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 we'll technically be doing it's, a, it's four. a four beer. Apparently. We have. We had uh, right before the show started. He handed out the the pre-show beer, and um, most of us, I think, are still, you know, working I'm, on pre-show. Beer. Gonna, yep, yep. It's a good palate cleanser yeah. as well between your other beers. Well, that's what I'm thinking too. I'm yeah. thinking I'm going to save it for that. Yeah. And um, but it's very, very good. What what can you tell us about this? Uh, the beer hall. Uh, Hellas. Hellas. So it's a beer hall, Hellas. So it's a lager style beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you'll taste, it's just very clean, very mm-hmm. light, and it actually will work pretty nice in between the different beers that we're drinking tonight. Very nice. Did you do that on purpose, or was it really a pre show? You know, uh, get just, your thing ready. You're and... always going to have pre beer beers. That's yeah, just, that's you know, just how it goes. It's an, it's an industry norm. Right. Yeah. Right. Very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, yeah. what beer are we going to start with officially? With, with a so, I wanted to 
do something kind of weird and off the cuff mm -hmm. and then we'll do some of the more uh traditional bigger heavier stuff okay but the first one i'm going to give you is actually um an 11th anniversary ipa that we brewed and this was a collaboration between a whole bunch of breweries uh in new hampshire so what we like to do every time we have an anniversary beer is actually do a big collaboration beer mm -hmm. so you'll see on the label um you can see these in this you know at, you can get it from the brewery or you know get it at your local stores but uh, you'll see all the other breweries that participated mm. uh, in the brew on the side. And they're all New Hampshire breweries. And uh, it was great to have them down and, and brew something fun. So this is a big triple dry hopped IPA. Um, some of the hops in here are Galaxy, Nelson Savant, uh, Pacific Sunrise. Oh, and then yeah. we used uh, a whole series of hops called Cryo Hops. And what that is, it's uh, kind of an intensified version of the hop that they produce. Okay. It's like uh, basically taking all the dust, all the concentrated stuff, and then they pelletize it. And we're using that. So there are a ton of hops in this beer. And Hoppy. What I thought was really neat smoking this cigar the first time is the early part of the cigar, and this is why I want to do the beer first. You're getting some real unique flavors that I feel like it's it's a cigar where you're you're getting some nice heavy full-bodiedness but i'm also getting some kind of light notes and you know mm -hmm. a little sharper and sweeter and i think those are the notes that are going to come out uh with this beer the best so that's why i want to drink this one first so crack this open for you guys and okay. get pouring. Oh, yeah. let's go for it and uh while he's pouring that out um we have uh, we had a great event here with uh nimish Desai from rocky patel this past weekend and uh, in just a couple more weeks we're going to be having another major event with uh, Terrence Riley of Agonorsa Leaf Cigars and um, uh, that's going to be on Friday June 16th at 5 o'clock here at Londonderry and um, uh, the tickets for that are going to be 30 bucks that's going to get you a um, Cerberus cigar is going to get you. Well, it's going to, it's going to get you a Zacapa rum, Zacapa. 23 year old Zacapa, Zacapa rum. And you're going to also get, it's also the launch of the twins 25th anniversary cigar from Agonorsa leaf mm. that is going to be launched at that event. <clears throat> uh, there's also going to be some traditional Nicaraguan <clears throat> barbecue mm, next Friday at the huh? event. Uh, the 16th, so two Fridays from now. Not this Friday, but next, next Friday. Next Friday, yeah. Yep. Um, and it's it's going to be it's going to be awesome. It, we maybe have space for 25, 30 people for this event. Um, it's going to be great. And if you come to the event, there's going to be uh, a special opportunity to get the box of uh, Twins 25th at a special price that you're not going to be able to after the event. And Terrence is going to be doing a, um, a Fuma tasting with three different uh, component tobaccos that make up the Cerberus cigar. Uh, I also think those tobaccos are, <clears throat> it's not the same primings or whatever, but I believe it's the same components in the Twins 25th, or at least two of the three are, I know that for sure. Um, and he's going to talk about those, how what the tobaccos are supposed to bring to a cigar by themselves. You're going to smoke each of those components. And then the Cerberus is all three of those together. Oh, cool. So you're going to get that whole experience with that. He's going to talk to you about the Twins 25th cigar, how that came about, how it was blended, what makes it great. And 
then you're going to be able to to uh, purchase the the twins 25th anniversary <clears throat> at that at that event and so that's going to be great mm. on the uh, uh, 16th of june five o'clock talk to a tobacconist here about reserving your spot it's going to be right here in this room where i'm sitting it's going to be a great great time i'm really pumped about it terrence is an awesome guy um He's a very good guy. I can't wait to try that one. The la- I mean, the last uh, anniversary cigar, the Kristoff, just blew my mind. Yeah. So, like, yep. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really yep. excited. I'm Christmas. really pumped about it. Really pumped about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. So, while Pat continues to look for his DuPont. It's precious. It's precious. It's precious. Where's it gone? My I'm gonna, precious. I got, I got to get Gollum sounds on the board now just because of this. <laughs> precious. It's Trixie, okay? <laughs> yeah. Well, go ahead and uh, give let's, this a nice. Yeah, let's get, try get, the beer. Give this beer a nice sniff first. Oh yeah, it's crazy, mm-hmm. right? You get all these kind of like tropi- very, tropical, fruits. yeah, it's very the... grapefruity, yep. mm. like passion fruity kind of a. And you take us. Yep. So this is uh, this is this is a unique style that our head brewer really loves to do. He is a you know he's a San Diego uh, trained brewer, and he does these San Diego style IPAs, which are. Basically, this blend of kind of the has like the East Coast like tropical fruit softness, good big smell, but then the West Coast you have the clarity and you have a little more hop bite to it, so you can feel it, and that's what helps these pair a lot better with uh, with a cigar. If this was like a New England IPA and it was just all soft, the the cigar would just dominate it, but this still gives you some nice hop bite to it, mm-hmm. and it's it's pretty neat too. If you if you take a sip. And then you t- take a puff, retrohale, and take another sip. You can mm. kind of you can kind of feel it evolve. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's neat because all those you know all those hops that are dumped in this it's it's a leaf it's a plant right mm-hmm. and i think that's really what helps tie it over to the tobacco flavor and the tobacco taste very good point yeah, yeah. yeah. i i Pretty really good, was Dan. i was i was not sure about a, a wicked high was it a triple ipa uh it's a triple hopped ipa triple hopped ipa and um you know how that would go with a cigar that's sweet a cigar that's you know got cocoa notes and, yep. and stuff like that, but it it really it really works. I mean, it makes the cigar. Hot. Yeah, yeah. Beer, the beer, yeah, the beer, yeah. Mm. So beautiful. Now, Dave, you're you're usually not an IPA guy. A, what do you think of the the beer? And B, Mm. how do you like the pairing? Um, I like the pairing a lot. I'm not an IPA guy, uh, so this is like okay to me. Like, I don't. No offense. I probably would never order it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the pairing is, you know, I'm enjoying the pairing. I think with the cigar, the beer's great. Hey, <laughs> well, and, what, and what's really neat, the way you know a pairing will work is if 
you taste the beer, you take the sip of the beer and it still tastes like the beer. And then, you know, mm-hmm. they need to be enhancing each other instead of one just dominating the other one. And as, as kind of weird and left field as it is, these actually enhance each other quite nice. But I love the smell. The smell of this is, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty crazy. Dave. It's not as crazy obvious as some of Yep, this one's only 6.03%. Was that on purpose? (laughs) Damn right it was. (laughs) It's not crazy heavy, so I mean, it it has characteristics. It is, it is, you know, that that's a great, uh, that's a great thing to know too. Yeah, a lot of the times, if you're out on a porch on a summer day, you don't necessarily want to be drinking a Russian Imperial Stout. A nice lighter IPA, and you're bringing out the lighter yeah. flavors in your yep. cigar, are, are definitely a more palatable thing to be doing. Yeah, I, I, I mad, mad scientist. I smoked the glass and then had it, and smoking the glass like that kind of tells you what the cigar does to the okay. beer. Or the drink, all right. So, Dave, Dave, try it, try it now. Oh wow! Isn't that different? It's totally different. That's crazy. No, take, take a fresh sip. Yeah, it if really, totally, it really changes it up. It changes it. Completely it, it, it adds a sweetness to the beer. Yep. And like the hops go down. There. Oh, wow. No, the that's neat. It did. It, it does. It definitely, uh, it, it tamps the hops right down. Yeah, yeah. Right it there. does. <clears throat> that is pretty neat. I think that's one of the reasons. You know, I really like beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it, but I, Dave, I really, I think that's one of the reasons you like the pairing because it's it's taking some of that hoppiness that mm. is not really your thing out and adding a little sweetness to it mm-hmm. but it's not it's not changing the beer so that it's it, you're still tasting what's really enjoyable about it right you know wow but you're, so, you're so are you saying the, the, the secret to ipas is just blowing smoke yes <laughs> pun, in, pun intended mm-hmm. <laughs> there's the name of a beer <laughs> right yes we can yes. talk about royalties later yeah no, no, <laughs> no worries you can have that one. <laughs> first one's free Some nice spice to it. Yeah, I feel like as the cigar is burning down, 
those 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 fruitier notes have kind of gone away and it's yep. definitely yeah. transitioning over to that leather. Yep. Yep. And you know the construction on everybody's cigar looks to be really on absolutely point. perfect. Yeah. Yep. 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 Perfect burn, great ash. Um that's what she said. Mm -hmm. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, well, <laughs> what? hey now, hey, whoa, <laughs> ash can be any color. <laughs> <laughs> not a not a flaky ash. You like a nice firm, tight ash, firm, tight white ash. But sometimes, you know, like Dominican. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to speak for yourself on the only the white ash. Jeez. <laughs> this is not just blowing smoke has now been canceled. <laughs> this is probably a good time to segue into the uh, 724 flashback of the week. Uh, weekly segment highlighting historical events brought to you by 724 Cigars. Smoke a piece of history and. Uh, Today's flashback, it's its a little shameless, but I don't really care. Um, this past uh, Saturday on June 3rd, 11 years ago to the day, the 603 Brewery was founded by Dan and uh, several of his friends. And 11 years later, really, you have become one of the most successful microbreweries in the New Hampshire area. And we all know this is one of those hot spots in the country for microbreweries. Yep. And, um, uh, you know, I, I, I'd love to, to hear the story about how you guys started and, um, you know, what were some of the battles you had to fight along the way to get to where you are? Yeah, sure. Um, so like you said, yeah, 11 years ago, uh, on the third, that's, that's when we got going six Oh three of all things. Um, so myself and my business partners, Jeff and Tamsin, mm -hmm. uh, we all met first day uh, freshman year at UMass Dartmouth in an in, uh, intensive engineering program mm -hmm. that we were all in. And uh, we got to know each other very well through that program. Uh, we stayed friends all the way through college and all the way after college. And, you know, I'm, uh, I'm godfather to their kids. And, you know, they're, mm -hmm. we're all very important in each other's lives. And, mm -hmm. you know, we always realized, even from all the way back in college, how well we worked together. Mm -hmm. um and so we always kind of had it in our head like you know man someday someday we'll put it together and we'll we'll do something together here mm -hmm. uh we all kind of went off on our different career paths but stayed you know stayed tight as friends mm -hmm. and um eventually jeff who had been traveling to china a lot for his job we just hated going there hated being away from his family didn't like the work yeah um he literally calls me up on his way after he got back from china he's like hey mm -hmm. You want to start a brewery? <laughs> you know, I'd been brewing beer since college. It's just something I got into, mm -hmm. um, and I really enjoyed it and did it as a hobby and handed beers out. Yep. Um, I was like, uh, yeah, sure. You know, well, whatever, right? So yeah. it it was a nights and weekends thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, when the three of us get together, we get pretty obsessive about doing things and really trying to perfect them and grow them. And in about six months' time, we realized, like, man, we actually we we got something going here. You know, we were uh, brewing on nights and weekends, and then we were hand bottling all the beer in 22-ounce bottles and hand delivering it and selling it to stores because we were allowed to do that because we were so small. Mm -hmm. And um, it just mm -hmm. kind of started taking cool. off, 
And we realized, like, all right, we're going to have to start scaling. And so we started scaling. We moved our location. Uh, Jeff left his job first. Then I left my job about six months earlier than we had planned just because things were progressing faster than we thought. But, you know, here we are 11 years later. Um, we're in our third and uh, largest location, which is at 42 Main Street in Londonderry, New Hampshire. And we have a big 200-person beer hall on the front of it with a patio and outdoor bar and fire pits and all that fun stuff. And uh, we have a full production operation in there, and we do beers and hard seltzers. And, you know, we're, we're dabbling in some other some other realms, too, that we'll be... Oh, uh, really? We'll, we'll, oh. We'll, 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 dabble, dabble. We'll, we'll share a little later this year with you guys. Um, Aww. You know, but ultimately, the three of us started it, and, you know, now there's... At any one time, I think, you know, our, our peak employment's like 70-something people, wow. you know, in the summer. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a real pleasure for us to be able to be, you know, what, what we hope to be good employers mm -hmm. and um, see this company grow. And uh, it's, it's just been a pretty special thing to do. And we've really done it right down here. And, you know, we started up in Campton. Um, we were up there for a few months. Uh, but other than that, we've been down here in Londonderry. And uh, Southern New Hampshire's been real great to us. New Hampshire in general's been real great to us. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we've been fortunate enough to win Best Brewery uh, by New Hampshire Magazine the last several years in a row. Yep. Um, and then we just thank you. Yeah, yeah. it mean, it means well a lot. Earned. It means a lot because it's a total write-in thing, so it's not yeah. like option A, B, C. People yeah. have to people have to write our name in there. And then we had a. Coincidentally, uh, we've been voted the best cigar shop in the cigar bar. I believe I wrote that one into my into my uh, <laughs> for the last several years in a row. That's I think that's why we work so well together. It might be. It might be. Birds of a feather, you know. Similar business senses. <laughs> but we had a real special accomplishment. Uh, one that I, I I never really expected to have. Um, uh, last month, we won a uh, we won a bronze medal at the World Beer Cup. Really, which is just the biggest the biggest beer competition, uh, you know, really in the world, and um, it was for our uh, our summer summertime IPA, so in the session IPA category. So oh, wow. that was pretty huge. And our head brewer Doug Palmanville, um, you know, he just did a fantastic job, just really helping curate that beer, mm. and uh, he did a great job down there uh, accepting the award. And you know, we're happy. But thank you very much. That was uh, that's that's awesome. that was a big deal. That was that's one of those awesome. things I never thought we'd hit, but mm. you know, we we hit it, and that it means a lot. You know, it means a lot. But cool. yeah, there's Next there's year. there's the story of 603 in the nutshell for you. Yep, yep, yep. very true. That's awesome. Okay. Um, awesome. So what's next? Can't tell you. Gonna keep it exciting. What's what's the next <laughs> what's the next beer? Yeah. The next yeah, beer. Yeah, we can do that too. Oh, actually, all right. We got a bunch of fun stuff coming out. Um, we always have probably at least three kind of unique beer releases a month. So it's constantly mm -hmm. new stuff yeah. coming out. But one of the really exciting ones that's going to be on the board soon is the. Uh, we do a pickle goza, and this 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 is Doug's beer through and through. He's given uh, talks about how he generates this beer. It's crazy, but it's a pickle beer. It's a pickle beer, and you're hearing this, and you're thinking, that sounds like the most disgusting thing I have ever had in my life. Or or you're one of those pickle juice freaks who just loves anything pickles. Mm. This beer, he made it last year, and it's wild. It's just it's, and to get the flavor profile, he uses a special type of hop that produces like a dill flavor. Mm -hmm. He uses hundreds of pounds of fresh cucumbers and salt, mm -hmm. and it's a sour beer, so there's oh, bacteria in it. It's crazy, oh. but when you drink it, it is so light and refreshing, and it tastes dead on like pickle juice. 
and you have never had a better beer with a cheeseburger and fries oh. than, than this beer. So when that comes out, I will come in with you guys, and we got to do a cheeseburger yes. and pickle beer. <laughs> oh yes, yes, oh, that's gonna be per- a, a perfect show. summer barbecue a show. beer. A show. There you go. Oh, maybe we do the podcast over at 603 sometime. Could we do yeah. the podcast at 603? Yeah, yeah, I think we could pull that off. You think we could pull it off? The Patio Podcast. The Patio Podcast. I like that. <laughs> the Patio Podcast at 603. I think that'd be nice. I think yep. that'd be nice. A little, little fire pit round table. I think that could work. That sounds like a plan. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully it's better weather yeah. than what we had on so Saturday. You guys, yeah, you guys had your 11th anniversary block party. Yep. So we've had Saturday. we've had 10 straight years of beautiful June 3rd events. Year 11 didn't hold up. <laughs> it was cold and rainy, rainy and rainy. rainy. <laughs> and I got to tell you, thank you so much to all the people that did come out. The building was completely packed, mm-hmm. and there was still couple hundred people floating around the street and you know it was because we do a big block party we shut the whole street down we have food vendors we have games you know everyone saw that monstrous waterville valley you know beast of a truck that they brought down um so it it is a lot of fun but man there was some true uh true new englanders out there this year (laughs) who were spending the time outside and still uh participating and enjoying and you know we i I think for for what we were dealt with the weather, it it went as good as it possibly could have. Yeah. Um, but we'll be doing another big one uh, this September, mm-hmm. so we're gonna hope for we're, we get back to the uh, the good luck weather. We'll probably situation. smell that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But thank you guys very much because mm-hmm. Twins always come to these events and set yep, up a thank cigar. Thank you for around. having us. Yep. yep. So it's a lot of fun. You know, it, it helped makes it really a unique event. Uh, we were frozen, but it was worth it. Yep. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Live music all day outside and great food trucks and. The saxophone right. guy. He, he was in shorts and a short sleeve yep. shirt, like fucking. He kills. He was like in a rainstorm, in a blowing rainstorm. I mean, he was just like, <laughs> and he was. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, we had fantastic, fantastic the, live music. The drummer all, had the blanket yeah. wrapped around him, and he was, he was, he was just like. That. It really was like the most New Hampshire thing you, you could have ever seen for, for a part of it. It's like, screw it, it's June, we're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, even though it was 90-something degrees the day before and yeah. decided to do a 50-degree temperature drop and just mm-hmm. rain, you know, we're used to it, I guess. It's so New we England. deal with it. It's New England. England. Yeah. yeah. It's New England. So what are we pairing next? So the next one should be pairing quite interestingly with the middle of the cigar as we get away from the – sorry, big knife – as we get away from the uh, lighter notes and start hitting some of those medium leathery notes. Mm-hmm. So it is a spider co. I'm a dedicated fan. Dedicated fan. Oh. And so, uh, off the top. No, I just need the lid. There we go. That'd be a, That'd be even more exciting podcast. We lose Pat and me. <laughs> hey, they Dave, ble- they pass bleed out on the floor. Yeah. I don't really care what it is. Pass it along. Yeah, go ahead. Do, yeah. do your uh, do palate cleanse. Your, your palate whole cleanse. Palate the Mitchell Palate Cleanse brought yeah, to yeah. you by 603. See, that should be a segment. Make it a uh, the uh, palate uh, cleanse. The, the, the show, the palate cleanse. This year, today's today's uh, we, we don't. Today's we don't. palate cleanse is this beer from 603. <laughs> that would be perfect. Yes. So this is the fun one. 
This is uh, this is one of my personal favorites. This is a barley wine, mm-hmm. which we've had barley wines before, and I know you yeah. guys. It's a little more your your style. Okay, so this is a barley wine that has sat on freshly toasted coconut. Wow! And also sat in bourbon barrels. Oh, well, that sounds horrible. So what you're going to notice with this is really how big and before I before I put myself into a compromising position, the mouthfeel of the beer is going to be <laughs> mouthfeel <laughs> big mouthfeel. I hit the brakes on that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that smells. So that smells wonderful. Go ahead and give that a smell. This is the last bottle I have of this, so oh. I'm excited to share it with you guys. Mm. Oh, but this is things. the coconut barley wine clocking in at 11.5 percent. So this is oh, essentially yes. double uh, the ABV of the last beer that we had. Mm. Smacking smackerel. Yep. Very very nice. Fuzzy. It's more more viscous. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I just got a little piece of coconut. Oh, there you go. Yeah, bonus. <laughs> yep. Is wow. there coconut that floats in this stuff? Yeah, there is actually coconut in in that beer. So, yep, we actually take fresh coconut and toast it right in the kitchens uh, at the brewery and add it to the beer from there. Mm. Wow. That's very, very good. Yep. Super smooth, um, but not overpowering. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't really feel like 11 and a half percent no you know because because how smooth it is um but yeah the barley wine's a real it's a real neat unique beer it's uh it's got a big cult following now i don't really you know you say coconut beer and you know i don't does there doesn't it it, uh, so i'm thinking oh i'm gonna taste a lot of coconut and i don't yes it's very it's there's a there's a sweetness to it which probably comes from the coconut. Yep. But if you didn't tell me this there was coconut in here, I never would have guessed it. Yeah. So this one is about seven months old, mm-hmm. so it's fresher right when you bottle it. But okay. what, what's neat is as you wait, the coconut kind of fades, the sweetness goes up, and yeah, the, I was the gonna smoothness say it's very sweet. The smoothness really peaks. It's and, really sweet, and, and it's super sweet and smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's neat. So smooth. Oh wow! Oh, I just smoked it. Yeah. Yes. You got even you, sweeter. You can definitely, yeah. Give this one the smoke. Made it like stupid sweet. Wow. I'll do a wardrobe change. And this is weird because. Oh uh, my goodness! It, it, the, 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 the cocoa notes. Yeah. Pop from out. from the cigar totally right transfer into the beer right yeah it's crazy it's really really cool it and is it's amazing how that happens so besides hop the other thing i hate is coconut <laughs> <laughs> and this is awesome i was gonna say <laughs> like, we're two for two so far with you tonight Dave. <laughs> no this is awesome Good. i can't believe this i wish coconuts actually tasted like this it would be better wow that's insane how low the spoon yeah like a smoke cocktail, just, huh? Just enough to get that coconut back in the flow. It's crazy. Mm. 
Wow. That's no. nuts. So next spring, we have to do the Irish hello again and, yep. and, and do the smoke with that. I mean, how perfect would that be for that a would be That would be great. Yeah, that'd be the perfect compliment. Yep. Oh, yeah. That was really good. So good. Beer. Yep. Cigar that heavy leather is completely Yep. And getting a little bit more sweetness, a little bit a little bit of spice in the back of the mouth. Which is Well because right. I, I think because the the hops on the IPA will dominate that back of the palate with the bitterness yeah. from the hops. But now yeah, now those aren't here anymore. So the IPA no. The IPA, <laughs> the IPA had a really heavy mm -hmm. Stayed with like for at least ten seconds. This one, really short, really nice. Yep. It's gone. Mm -hmm. As soon mm -hmm. as you start smoking, it's gone. But it definitely complements this uh, the cigar pretty well. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Definitely so. Wow. So, I love. My what are job. some of the favorite things that you love to brew over there? Uh, you know, we, 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 we just did this film documentary, uh, thing. I don't know more about it than that because I try not to. Is it on uh, PBS? I have no idea. <laughs> Netflix? Could have just been some dude with a camcorder who said he was a filmographer. I'm not sure. Yes. But, you know, they, they asked me that question. You know, I, I've always had a different, uh, you know, the what's your favorite beer question. And, you know, I usually use the say, one I'm drinking. Yeah. Or that one or my next one, you know, <laughs> that's usually it. But um, I would say if I had to choose one from the lineup is our original beer, uh, which is Winnie Ale, which is a Winnie nice Amber Ale. And uh, you guys, you guys usually at, if it's not on draft here, it's usually in a can. Yeah. Um, but it just other. pairs so perfectly with everything. It's like yeah. a, this magical beer that's not too anything you know mm -hmm. it's got a little sweetness it's got a little bite to it right um but man it it i haven't met a food that doesn't pair well with mm -hmm. and um it goes great with a smoke it goes great with a pipe tobacco yeah yeah you know so you're gonna be bringing that to pipe toberfest i will bring that to pipe toberfest we can bring some winnie yeah whenever i'm at a restaurant and they say they have winnie i'm like i'll get it yeah like, that's that's well, thank that's, you hands down. That. hands down yeah, that one's been with us for a long time, and I just, mm -hmm. I really, I, I adore drinking that beer. And, you know, because you're, you're making so many new beers all the time, so you're always drinking something different, mm -hmm. you know. And that's serious. I'm, it, I'm not even lip service. Yeah, like, no, it, 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 and then it's, it's nice to go back and be like, oh, shit, yeah. yeah. That's, what, that's, what, <laughs> that's what built this place. Yeah, it tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you've got your head brewer there. Yep. All right. Um, you know, obviously, you started doing a lot of the brewing and stuff hands-on. How how involved are you still in that whole process, or are you now more kind of overseeing the whole big operation? Uh, he just lot. drives a forklift. Yeah, there. I just drive the <laughs> forklift around. It's kind of a it's kind of a jam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, right after Mister Plow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I mean, uh, oh he's driving a forklift. <laughs> Um, no, I, I, I'm not, you know, Doug is steering the beer program mm -hmm. right now. Yep. Uh, I do a lot of the seltzers and a lot of the other R and D work and some of the other projects we're working on. Um, and he works with me on those as well, mm -hmm. but, um, I am not the brewer he is and he, uh, he's, he's fantastic. He's got a really, he's do got a fantastic skill set. I, 
I like that I still get to drink all of it. So that's the fun part. And I still get to talk about, uh, you know, talk about beers and talk about uh, recipe design and whatnot. And we're doing a fun one, which, you know, we'll, I guess we'll tease here tonight. Yes. But yes, we've, been, be uh, we, we've been developing a beer with you guys yes. to try to uh, make a really unique and great pairing uh, cigar beer. So we've been, uh, we've been going back, back and forth and doing a lot of market research. Brewing uh, in with tobacco. <laughs> a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of smoking, smoking uh, cigars and, and drinking uh, various different beers and talking about, you know, different styles, like horrible what we like time. and whatnot. Yeah. So we're putting in the work and <laughs> yeah. hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll cut some time out this summer to actually uh, throw it in the tank and, and give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. That'll looking forward good. to that. And what do you now? Do you guys ever drink beer at home? Are you clearly spirits guys? I drink I'm, beer. I'm a beer guy. Okay. So I was when I when we first started the show, and they were like, "We're having bourbon tonight." I was like, "No, no, oh give me a God. beer." I hated it. Really? I hated it. Hated it. Oh. Hated it. Yeah. And they and totally converted. Now, now I have bourbon and beer at home All right. instead of just beer. But All I right. always have beer. Yeah. <laughs> I drink everything. <laughs> if beer came in a handle, I would get it more often. <laughs> a bandle. You should make a bandle. Bandle. But no, mostly, mostly hard liquor. Cognacs, rums. Big on the rums. Big on the bourbon. Big on the whiskeys and whiskeys. I do have beers for my guests. Uh, Bud Light. I assure you. Scores like. Scores like. Michelob. My mother. My mother-in-law. Miller High Life. Yeah. Um, but we have one fridge, one huge fridge dedicated to just beer. There's probably at any given point in time, there's probably close to 200. Jeez. Got me beat. What are you doing tonight? <laughs> but I usually, I don't really, like I said, I don't usually uh, look in there because most of my stuff is in the bar in the kitchen. Yep. But I'll have a beer once in a while. A Guinness is usually, it's usually my go-to. That's kind of like my night drink. That's like my everyday. Mm -hmm. My protein shake. Wake up in the morning and crack a Guinness. I actually did that one time. I put a Guinness in with some Cheerios. No, no, no. Actually, I'm sorry. But um, I did that. I put Guinness one time. I said, "What the hell?" I was on vacation. I came back from vacation. I still had a day left. I said, "Oh, what the hell?" I got done with the workout. I had vanilla protein. I said, oh, what the hell? <laughs> there you go. I the protein beer. I mixed it in with a Guinness and I drank it. I thought it was damn good. <laughs> no, not okay. bad. Doesn't everybody? No. I usually put a raw egg in mine, too, but, you know. Raw egg, uh, Guinness, and vanilla. Uh, All right. No, 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 no raw <laughs> eggs. No. Calm down, Rocky. No. Uh, Sal, Sal uh, vanilla. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do it with Guinness. Rocky is a, Rocky is a fix. Fictional character. He's a fictional character. Think about how many people have eaten raw eggs, though, because I saw Rocky eat raw exactly. eggs. Exactly. I mean, and think of how, how often Sylvester Stallone laughed at them while they did. <laughs> Those idiots. Single-handedly responsible for the lack of 90% of I wonder how many takes it took so he didn't choke. Yeah. 
They didn't realize that was cherry flavored stuff I was drinking. It was on the set. It wasn't really eggs. You fools. That's a oof. Oof. Real texture issue there. One of the one of the one of our regulars. One of our regulars. He has like freaking. Uh, he has like a, almost a half a dozen eggs like a, every day, and then on the weekends we'll have that and like a whole package of bacon. There's nothing wrong with that. That's big, that's and he's in like excellent shape, Crocker, James Crocker. Really? Yeah, dude. They, they, you know, I'm, I'm like, he's like he is like a staple of like you know a really healthy dude. Mm-hmm. You know, well, yeah, it's crazy. Well, Good to hear it. Both. I do four to five eggs a day. So. Oh my I goodness. Got chicks, so I get them for free. I usually have beer in my house, but um, I usually use it for cooking. Yep. I love cooking with beer. And, mm, and yep. um, beer goes with everything. Not, not for nothing, but your session ale, yep. session IPA. Yep. Yeah, scenic. It, it, the scenic is fantastic in my um, uh, chowder, my fish chowder. And chicken that's a, soups. That's a perfect use for it. And oh. stuff like that. That's it's it's so great. So I, there's always there's <laughs> always a, a pack of, of something in my uh, in my fridge. And, I, and and during the summertime when those, you know, um, lemon or citrusy type of beer that goes great with chicken. That you know, those yep. beers are just yep. fantastic. I always try and keep some of that in that. And then um, you know, in my chili. Which everybody here, I th- you've had my chili, right? I don't think I've had your chili. Oh, oh it's award winning. We'll have to see how a pickle my my award winning burnt offerings chili. Ooh, uh, I I I do. How many put, meats are in it? Uh, there's there's Please lamb. Stop the count. There's lamb. There's veal. <laughs> there's ground pork. I'm in. There's ground beef, and there's bacon. Oh. Now, and all the meats. Yeah, all the meats. How many meats? All the meats. Like, yeah. Arby's has nothing on me. Arby's is like, you should where call do all the meats go? On They're Dave in my chili. chili. You, should, you, should call it, you shouldn't call it burnt offerings. You should call it Noah's Ark. <laughs> but uh, I, I always use a, I don't put I don't put water or straight broth in chili. I use stout. Oh, cool. Yeah, no water goes yeah, in his no chili. No water goes into no. my chili. Oh, that's no. done. Excellent. And, uh, you know, I I have some special spices that are, they're they're hot, but they're not burn your face off hot. They create, yeah. it's 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 more like, yeah, it's more like, you know. Flavor heat. You take a spoonful heat. and you're like, oh, this isn't that bad. And then you finish a bowl. And by the time you finish the bowl, you now, you're, now, now you're now you're sweating. <gasps> it's like the cool. smoldering the kind of heat. Yeah. But the stout. The stout, the stout, the sweetness of the stout kind yes. of counters that, yep. and it's really, really nice. So I, I like cooking with it. There, and the the plus of that is, you put it in there. Oh, it only needs half a can. Oh. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Co- cooking with beers uh, yeah. is really interesting when you get into it. So um, as you can imagine, you know we have a kitchen at, at the I imagine at, at the beer hall kitchen, and it's a full scr- <laughs> it's a it's a full scratch kitchen, and the guys mm-hmm. in there are, and girls are fantastic, um, oh. and they use beer in a lot of the products. And I'd say the most popular one is probably uh, the beer cheese that we do that we serve with all the fries, oh, right, right. stuff like that. And the key to that a, is really good. A really good beer cheese is getting a nice hoppy IPA. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works the best with like a, you get like a sharp cheddar and a hoppy IPA. Oh, Those that works, works good. so good together in a beer cheese. Mm. Um, but yeah, more malty beer when you're doing you know a, a protein like a beef and something like that. That's, yep. that's definitely the way to go. And yeah, because you get those caramelization flavors that come exactly. out of it. Exactly. It's, it's it's a really yeah exactly. That's, that's a lot of fun for sure. Yep. Well, yep. I'd like to give you one more beer. Yeah, let's try one more. Aww. All right. So, right? So, Let me here we go. This is the dark one. So as we get to the back end of the cigar here, a little more intense. We'll turn up dark the, beer and white ash. Turn up the flavor <laughs> profile. Yeah, baby. Nick, that was yours. Thank you. Pat and his lighter are MIA. Yep. <laughs> the cigar is performing extremely well and the beer is not a beer drinker, but God jiggity bang. So yeah. So this is this is this is the Mitz Cuvee. Um so we make this once a year and every blend is gonna be different. So the uh the blend we make for each year is totally unique to that year. It'll never be replicated. Um so it's a real unique uh kind of special beer that we you know we care for a lot. So this beer is a blend of Russian Imperial stuff that was aged in American oak and whiskey barrels, apple brandy barrels bourbon barrels and rye whiskey barrels that so, sounds horrible yeah what's what gets done is we sample <laughs> so we, we have this same beer that's aging in all these different flavored barrels mm-hmm. and we will sample all the barrels and we'll take the best barrels of each style and then create a blend of those and that's what we're drinking here tonight okay wow oh it's so what so do you good. what do you what do you do with the leftovers what leftovers, <laughs> <laughs> what leftovers? <laughs> there are no leftovers oh so, ton of complex flavors going mm-hmm. on in there. Very rich. There's some chocolate in there. What? There's raisin in there. There's what? some cherry in there. There's oh some my coffee gosh. when you go looking for it. Dude, I want to, I want to, you know, you know what I want to smoke with this? Is some, is some, um, some esoteric at Tilbury. Right? Yeah, you right? went right to the pipe tobacco, Dave. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you can't. That, none of them have raisin. None of them have raisin. That's what I'm saying. You know, this, that's pipe tobacco, baby. Got to have Virginia's. Oh. The raisin and the cherry. Oh, yeah. To me, rice, the two dominant things I taste. You know, with, with, like, wow. with like that chocolate is. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, raisin, just, cherry, it, and chocolate. You got any more yeah. of this? Uh, oh. There's not much left. There's, we have a couple bottles floating around, but that's it. And All right. I'm buying like one. Said, Don't sell it. When it's gone, it's I'm gone. coming in. And so uh, we've really we've really ramped up the barrel aging program where we have stuff. Oh, wow. It's in there for about, a, about a minimum of See like two years now. Buddy? See what you're missing? I mean, not every company does this. I mean, that, look, I'm not a beer connoisseur or aficionado or anything, but I mean, come on. There can't be a lot of people that are doing it. I mean, like, that's unique, complex, yeah. and delicious. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. I mean... It, yeah, there's it, no contest there. It really is a special uh, profile. It's very, very That's good. So yeah. All of the mitzes I've had mm-hmm. are fantastic. Yeah. Aww. And for those, I mean, I think most people know at this point, but the mitz is uh, Mitzi. Oh. That's the name it's of the brewery cat, and Mitzi. that's her in a tuxedo on the mm-hmm. on the front of the bottle. Um, but she's been with us. Ooh, she's been with us since the old location, probably. Wow. 
At least eight years? Yeah, yeah, at oh. least I think probably more than that. She might be closer to ten years. How much longer does that cat have left? I don't know. You know, we we, we got her we, we we got her from a rescue, you know, but she lives the most charmed life uh, you could possibly imagine. She basically <laughs> oh, she's even listed on the website as the CEO cat executive officer. <laughs> <laughs> she uh she runs the, the meow joint. EO. Yeah. <laughs> she she wow. absolutely runs the joint. Meow <laughs> 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 Oh, that's just so Cool. Yeah, but this uh, this this cuvee style is really um, really awesome. I'm I'm, oh. I'm super happy uh, with the way that yeah. these keep coming out, and um, you know we're gonna we're gonna oh, keep releasing a unique. Dude. I'm coming tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I'm buying that. Yeah, buying yeah. everything. We All got of it. A, we got a couple left. I did bring one extra bottle, and I'm sure we'll be left here on the way out the door. There you go. Look at that. Converting them. <laughs> to my face. No, yeah. tomorrow's supposed to be what? 70? I don't know. Tomorrow's, supposed to... tomorrow's actually supposed to be nice. And so that yeah. sucker's also 12%. Mm-hmm. Does not taste like twelve percent at all. So you gotta, yeah, gotta be careful. Don't drink a pint. <laughs> it comes in pints. <laughs> <laughs> this is more than a pint. <laughs> yep. That's what she said. Yeah, these are neat. So let me. I'm gonna freshen you up a little bit. And what I want you to do is really cut. Hey, freshen me cut, up. Cut the cup and uh, <laughs> start warming it up a little bit. And the more it warms up, the more flavor you're gonna get out of it. Oh, yeah. That's what's neat about this beer in particular. That's what she said. Mm. That's what she said. Ooh. So this isn't one. This isn't one you want to pull right out of the refrigerator and drink. You want to let it warm up a little bit before you crack it. Yeah, we we, we sell them non-refrigerated. Put a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's gonna bless some bourbon with later. The, with all the pastoral care I had to do, I I could use a little more mitts, you know. <laughs> you know, like those old applesauce commercials, the mots. You got the mots. You got the mitts. You got the mitts. Should do a play on that. That'd be great. You got the mitts. I like the that. Mitts. We'll get our we'll get our first mitts ad campaign. Yeah, no. If they, if they did this instead of oh. the wine at church, I'd... You could get, like, the same actors because they'd be adults yeah. now, you know? That'd you be might, you might get a whole new group of uh, parishioners that way. Praise, you <laughs> might. Praise be your God. <laughs> <laughs> amen. 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 Let's be honest. He was probably a brewer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, folks were back then. Right? Well, he, still yeah, he, yeah. He Travis, was a... Travis he was, monasteries. He yeah. was a Hebrew. Yeah. Oh... <laughs> I actually have a good pastor, a good friend of mine, a good friend of mine. He's a pastor at church in, in uh, Andover, and he had he he's into brewing beer, and he actually had a, a men's group that he called Hebrews, <laughs> and and it was there were four core guys, and every month they would go to somebody's house, and they somebody would buy the pack, and they'd talk, and they'd brew, and drink what they did the last month you know it was and i'm like hebrews really you had to go there you had to go there john come on oh it's warmer there's more sweetness yep yeah all the all the flavors get enhanced yeah wow my precious my precious 
So, I mean, yeah, that's it's kind of a unique journey as you go through that cigar mm-hmm. and, you know, compare what you're smoking and drinking now compared to where we started with the IPA and those yeah. lighter, you know, fruitier. Now, kind this of is obviously the, the strongest flavor. Yep. Okay. The biggest body of the beers that we've had. How do you think it's treating the cigar? Do you think it's overpowering it? Do you think it's treating it nice? For me, I always gravitate towards a bigger beer towards my end of the cigar Mm -hmm. because those flavors have really built up my palate's getting pretty coated with smoke Mm -hmm. um so i want a bigger heavier beer to break through that Mm -hmm. Um, and but on the other hand that's why i like the ipa at the beginning of that smoke because i'm just taking that smoke in i'm just kind of adjusting. so when you have a cigar at home do you normally go through at least like a half a dozen beers it's uh you know any a a, a good cigar is a good uh two to three beer you know operation Mm -hmm. you know that's that's how i would pace that myself yep yep oh wow smoke it yeah Mm Oh wow, the cherry! Yeah, I get yeah. a lot of the cherry with the smoke. Yeah, right. It amps up the cherry, right? Yep. Oh, big time. Crazy, crazy, crazy. It's very, very good. Very, very good. That's what she said. But what's really neat with these, especially these barrel aged beers, is really bringing kind of those two worlds together of mm-hmm. you know spirit, spirits and beer. Yeah. Because um, it's the flavors we pull out of that oak is really critical to how this beer comes out. We get them all over the place. Um, yeah, we source from all different distilleries, you know, because we want to pick the ones that give us the flavor profiles we're looking for. And like I said, these aren't just all bourbon. Some are apple yeah. brandy, you know, some are rye whiskeys. How do you figure what's going to have the best flavor? What do you do? Lick the barrel? I mean, um, how, do you, how do you know? I start we'll with that one. We, 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 we started that way. We, we start. We start by drinking the the booze that came out of the barrel. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know? um, <laughs> of course you do. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's literally that's 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 how you start. Uh, you 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 find you those got that barrel. Profiles. Yeah, we'll take the empty. Yep. No, we just want the empty one. But Thanks. never two, two barrels are never the same. That's the thing, which mm-hmm. is pretty wild. So I can get like we did a project. Um, I think we yeah we drank it here. We did the barley wine with uh, Sagamore Distillery. Mm-hmm down uh from maryland and we did i think there were 12 or at least 12 different wooden barrels of the same exact whiskey Mm -hmm. that we put the barley wine into and when we went to go taste each barrel all different yeah all different it's so it's pretty neat because that barrel is i mean they're just all unique to themselves how much char did it get you know how long was the whiskey sitting in it you know what kind of temperature environment did it was the sun shining on that barrel and not on the you know the two below it you know so the temperature Mm -hmm. was different between so that's that's what's pretty wild and that's what's really fun about doing a barrel program is tasting all those individual barrels and really finding which which flavors work the best together People say I have an awesome job. I don't know. I think I think you win. Yeah, it's a pretty cool job. <laughs> it's a pretty cool job. So yeah, when you come into the brewery in the beer hall, you can actually look right through the glass into the operation, and on the whole, all the right hand side, gorgeous. Those are all the barrels that are uh, currently aging, and we're mm-hmm. actually filling up barrels that we'll be opening up about two years from now uh, this week. Yeah. Now I actually go there all the time. And, and your employees love you because they say you're never there. They are well trained. <laughs> <laughs> they probably think I'm just like some 
jerk, you know, met you once. And yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I friended you on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, we're friends. And they're like, no, he's not here. He, he's not well, here. Yeah. He's in a yeah. meeting. Or the t- yeah, 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 <laughs> the yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate it when they say, I know Dan Leonard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you know me, you got my cell phone number, and you'll tell me you're there. That's, that's, that's kind of the key. So now having a brewery, though, that, that uh, hosts that many people, you, there's got to be some stories. You got to you got to have some good <laughs> beer hall stories, nah. Come on. You know, none that I can really share. <laughs> um, yeah, we actually the clientele is actually very good. You know, they're fantastic. Yeah, really? I, I will I will tell you we had uh your blushing. COVID was interesting. Yeah. And COVID brought out some real weirdness in a lot of people. Um, you know, we did everything we possibly could to try to stay open when that was mm-hmm. happening and think you know, every three days it felt like we were changing the business model based on you know <laughs> new direction from the governor or this guy you know we would we just fought so hard to just kind of keep going during that uh, mm. intentions were high with folks and you know some yeah. people wanted to come in and see all the restriction stuff and some people didn't and i tell you there was some weird stuff that came out of that um you know, uh, the Londonary Police Department is fantastic, and if we ever have any kind of issue, <laughs> we're, we, we're all friends. We're, we're, yeah, we're, yeah, we're quick first name basis. Uh, yeah, quick to, <laughs> quick to tell them to come on over and uh, say hello to somebody. But mm. no, honestly, the um, it is it's an extremely family friendly kind of place. Mm-hmm. Um, even it's called the beer hall, but that really denotes more of the like the casualness of the operation and mm-hmm. how just light it is and fun. You know, there's a ton of TVs in there and sport right. sports only. Um, but yeah, just a good time. We want it to be kind of a community community meeting spot, you know, and that's what it is. So, and it's just fun to be able to do different stuff, you know, like doing the six oh three day, right. and we we do a big car show every year, and uh, we do all sorts of fun events throughout the year. Um, so it's fun to participate in that stuff, and it's fun to be able to work with businesses like you know seven twenty four and Twins. Well, and, one of the things um, that's always impressed me every time I've gone is I used to be a training manager for restaurants, and. Uh, I love how clean the place is. Thank you. You guys do a great job. Thank you. Awesome. Yes, my, my background came from uh, running uh, water treatment facilities. And there's really... So you know what dirt is. There's really no place. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's, there's no place for uh, un, an unsanitary condition in there. And, yeah, we take a lot of pride in both the front of the house and the back of the house, um, keeping it very, they do. very clean and tight. Very, it is. It's beautiful. Yep, very clean. And tight. I'd eat in their bathrooms. <laughs> I'd, I'd appreciate it if you didn't <laughs> but the sentiment is appreciated yeah, yeah. Yeah. the next time you go in there Dave, Dave right I'm going to think it's not <laughs> make sure he's not taking that burger into the bathroom <laughs> he said a burger and a pickle beer would go great <laughs> <Yeah, right? laughs> not on the shitter Dave but no, we're uh, we're we're excited. We're always meeting new people and getting new customers in there. Um, you know, we're 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 looking for uh, looking forward to that that uh, that development to keep building out a little bit more. Um, that'll be fun to get some new neighbors in there, and uh, we've got a couple buildings going up now, and hopefully some more in the future. Cool, yeah. cool, yeah. that's awesome. Yep. So, what's our final verdict here on the uh, West Tampa Red Toro? For me, yeah. I mean, it's awesome how it changed. Beer, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. One was getting more leather. This one, you're getting more of the complexity of the cigar with the sweetness, the, the sweetness in the drink, more sweetness in the cigar. Mm-hmm. The, the 
you get a little bit of the leather note, but it's more sweetness up front. Mm-hmm. You kind of get the complexity in the back. Yep. And I mean, each drink makes the cigar better. I think. I think you did a great job, like picking the first one and 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 then first, second, this. third. Yeah, like it would have ruined it if we did this first. Absolutely, your palate you would have been blown out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. perfect, perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. No worries. Yeah, the beer. If we did this one in reverse order, the the beer would have dominated the cigar. Yes. And then by the time we were doing mm-hmm. the IPA, the cigar would have dominated the beer. Yep. Yeah, um, very true. And it's fun. This is actually this is the first time I've got to do this with Nick, which is pretty cool. Yeah, you know, yeah, true. Get, get to bring you through this journey. Um, it was a well, journey and it's it's a, one of the reasons I love doing this with you is, is that beer is one of these very underrated pairings for cigars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. People when they think beer when they think cigar pairing they go to bourbon, bourbon they go to scotch. Yeah. That that's really scotch. where eighty percent of the people go. And they're really great other pairings that you can do. Yeah. And um, this just shows you just how, and not only that, but you can have several different beers with a cigar mm-hmm. and enjoy each, you know, really, really a lot. And how they how they interplay with a cigar at different stages in the smoking process. Mm-hmm. It's great. I think my, what would be fun is if next time we plan far enough out, I'd love to be able to give you the list of the beers we're going to try mm-hmm. so people can pick them up oh, yeah. yeah, and kind of drink them and, and smoke the cigar and drink the beers with us and kind of follow along. Make sure they're all here on tap. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you can do it like that <laughs> just so they have the opportunity to be like, oh, okay, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and follow it a little bit more because you, know, you can hear us chatting about it, but it really is, it was a unique kind of journey through the cigar with those with those three different beers. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it was. Great pairings all the way around. <laughs> without the magic dragon but yes <laughs> oh that was 70s man was it 70s? oh yeah Puff. No, 70s. maybe 70s. even 60s yeah. yeah 70s so what was your favorite oh the, this one the mitts uh, the mitts the it's mitts. hard it's hard to dumb it mean, it's sorry because like i look i love them all but I mean, this one for the complexity and for how delicious it was, it was very savory. It was probably savory. all of them were just unbelievable. I just, I actually enjoyed the IPA. I took me back because I thought coming into it, I was like, IPA, here we go. Yeah. It's going to be super hoppy. It was obviously going to be flavored. Yep. But I didn't think it was going to be as light and as mm-hmm. and as crisp. As it was, mm-hmm. very pleasant. Like I said, I would definitely love one of those back deck, eighty degrees out with yep. the cigar, yep. roasting my my. No, I don't want to know you. No, kneecaps. No, 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 no don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. So yep. I mean, all her beauty, all her face, yeah. and especially with the cigar that is. A full body smoke. Uh, it would be extremely interesting to have something like this with maybe a Connecticut or a Cameroon. I think the Aladino Cameroon would be. That would be another great. Mm-hmm. That'd be a fun one to pair way. up and walk through. I mean, yeah. That one, okay. I mean, because of that Cameroon, which is yeah. not your normal normal Cameroon, because they take the Cameroon and the rodent from first. Yeah. So they have that unique flavor to that wrapper. Okay. So, I mean, with the IPA, with the mints, I think it would be 
an unbelievable yeah. unique experience. That one I think yeah. would bring a little bit more flavor to the cigar, bring it out, and then in reverse mm-hmm. also bring out some interesting flavors in the beer itself too. Mm-hmm. Cool. Maybe yeah, you can do that next time. Who knows? Yeah, you gonna come back? Absolutely. All right. We'll be back tomorrow by cigars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and some bourbon. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's our show for tonight. Thanks for being with us. And we will see you next Monday, 8 o'clock. Don't be late. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Thanks for listening, everybody. And that is Not Just Blowing Smoke. Rolling with the top down, smoking on a fancy guard.